and my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match Classic Caught on in a flash He did the match I love this song He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east that's the most I've ever listened to it besides It's a Monster Mash. I've listened to it. Welcome, everybody. It's a special Halloween edition. Ooh. Spooky. Uh, Rump Chat here in uh, Studio B on Mimosa Drive in San Angelo, Texas. San Angelo. On, oh, man. The Halloween season. I tell you, like, it gets, I honestly feel like it gets better. The older you get, you know, um, I was, I'm thinking we're going to tell some awesome, wild, old stories of Halloween days gone by, Halloween parties throughout the years. And I think that when people will listen to this and you listeners, you guys will each be thinking in your head, oh my God, I forgot about that, you yep. know, but you get older and, and, uh, the kids, it's almost more fun to be an adult at Halloween to watch the kids, don't you think? It's, I mean, it was awesome. Last night was uh, uh, Gus's first time trick or treating, legit, real legit trick or treating. And and I want to bring this up. Like walk up to the door. Walk he was up the first to one. the darn door and ring the bell or knock on the door. You know, find a house with the porch light on. You know, and and uh, you know now they have all these trunk or treats where everybody people just park their car and open their trunk or back of a truck. And they sit there, and as you just walk around the parking lot and gather candy, that's cheating. That's not right, and they're stealing the magic of Halloween because you have to have some danger of some guy grabbing you from the bushes, or you know, or the dummy, the the stuffed scarecrow that's actually Reno Rosser. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he used like, to do that. You know, uh, uh, Reno, you know, would do that and scare kids. That's part of it. Going to houses, you know. Going to a complete strangers and asking com- for food. Yes, and, and trusting that there's not razor blades in it. It's a whole thing, you know. And then knowing that one house, the, the people that got all the, you know, the money in town, that give the full-side candy bars or the two-pack of Reese's peanut butter cups. You know, it's just, that's a whole magical thing, man. Yeah, it, it, the trunker treats are, they are different. It, it, I. The, the more I think about it, the more this is what's wrong with t- today's generation. You don't have to work for your candy. You go to one parking lot. I mean, you should be out yep. in the freezing cold like we did, just going door to door, just hoping for the best. Yes, yes. You had long johns underneath your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle suit. I like that was actually That was actually pantyhose dyed green at your mom and a cardboard <laughs> cutout. Of a shell front and back with a you know belt through it and a blue, you know, old sock oh. with eye holes cut out of it. And that was your Leonardo suit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was me. I mean, when you made your we made our own. We never bought things. Oh, you know what no. they maybe have is those cheap cheap uh, masks with the little like kite string the rubber the band. plastic masks. Yes. That's what I was that's what I was thinking about. If you go look at any old videos of Halloween of days gone by, and I wish I wish I had some of my old. I wanted to be a Smurf one year, you know, but you know, which one? Of, Papa Smurf, probably. Papa. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the Smurfs' names, but I wanted to be a Smurf. So instead of buying the Smurf costume, 
my mom got me blue short or blue sweats and a blue sweatshirt with that janky plastic shitty mask with the two eye holes with the the rubber band in the back that was that was me being a smurf like those old those old masks like that were just horrible and that was before the days of spirit halloween yes like i don't even know i guess walmart or kmart you know uh the other notable um costume you guys you younger generation will not understand this um but the california raisins oh man do you remember when the california raisins were they were the head marketing for yes and they so anyhow they, they sang were. songs they wore sunglasses and 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 tennis shoes and they sang these raisins it sounds so stupid <laughs> like no it was great it was i wanted to be a california raisin so bad so uh-huh, uh-huh, heard it through the grapevine uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, oh, God, what was the other one? Um, I don't even remember I heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. Anyway. But they... Let's see if this will play. The California Raisins. Oops. The guy's opening his lunchbox. It's a bit claymation. California raisins from the California vineyards. Don't you know that I hide through the grapevine? Sounds better than what I got. See, though, yeah. it still it's looks great. cool. I love it. But I wanted to be a California raisin, so they had a California raisin outfit. My dad's like, Bronco, you don't need to be a California We can buy that. I, I can make you, you'll look like a raisin. So his solution was cut a hole in the in the top of a trash bag. Right, a black trash bag with my horse with white roping gloves, white roping gloves, black sweats, and tennis shoes and sunglasses. <laughs> That's not a bad effort, though. You it were, was you were on a budget. There's not a lot of rodeos in the fall. It was so bad. I remember though, like we you couldn't wear your outfit to school, like in grade school, but you got to put it on at the end of the day, you know. So, like, at Fairfield East Elementary, which is crazy that I still remember the song, Fairfield East Elementary, we're especially extraordinary. It's a whole other deal. But so you brought your you brought your your Halloween costume. And then, that like, so you got out of school at, like, 3. So, like, at 2 o'clock you put it on. And then you went to the gym and you had a party. Mm-hmm. And then they had the costume contest. Mm-hmm. And I never won shit. I wanted to, I wanted to win so bad. Like, every year I tried, I was so disappointed. The one year I dressed up as Karate Kid, I thought, oh. I'm going to win this. But this dipshit named Keegan Combs, he uh, his parents were those parents that just go over the top. And they made this awesome fish out of cardboard. Like, and Keegan just stepped through the middle of it. It's just a big-ass cardboard fish. It was it looked good. But he won. He beat me. And, and I was in the top three. And so that was Looking back, but oh, all my yeah, you, my costume over it, though. That's good. No, I'm not over it. Like all these Halloween, like when I see kids having fun at Halloween, it brings back sad memories of my. Oh, that's youth. nice. <laughs> did Did you guys get to wear your Halloween costumes to school? Um. Oh yeah, yeah. We had Halloween parties. For so sure. when you got up in the morning to go to school from eight till three, you wore your costume. I don't. Oh, 
God, Rump. I'm pretty sure you put it on at home, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you put it on at home. In elementary, and I think you would walk around. They did, like, the parade. Yeah. Because, see, like, our, our elementary, for the most part, except for a few classrooms on the east side, was, it like, they were square around the, the library. Like, a library was, like, a step down, and so you walked around it. Um, but, and then you would, God, what would we do? I am blanking out. I can't believe this. I would have to. We had we had judged competitions. Yeah, yeah, and you had a Halloween party, and oh man, it was such great times. It, it was and then always shitty, when you grow shitty up, snacks. Well, yeah, when you would you know grew up in communities like we did, you know your parents. It was just a different time period, but your parents kicked you loose from um, you know they just let you go, and mm-hmm. from from the time you were. Your later elementary years all the way till you really quit, which was, I don't know, you know, by the time you get in high school, you're too cool. You don't do that. You know, you don't trick or treat. But wonder what anyway. the cutoff is. Like, when did you think, man? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't ever remember going in high school. I don't know if junior high, I don't know. I think, I think maybe eighth grade, maybe I didn't really, I don't know. You just more or less wanted to go out, you know, get away from the house, but. Go out and stand on the street with all your friends, you know. Yeah. Stand there and talk shit and see all the kids going by and yeah, just just be so cool, so cool. Go up to the parking lot. But see, see, that's another thing we didn't get. Rural America, Abbeville, Kansas, where Bronco lives, and uh, you know, there's there's not hardly anybody out there. So unless you went into town, you didn't. You went trick or treating at Grandma Lola's, Grandmother Davison's. Stan Wagler's, Bob Farney's, <laughs> like you went to like six places total. Yeah, but each each family would give you like a shitload of stuff because nobody ever goes out there. Yeah, like you you you're not getting random trick or treaters, and half the time it'd be you know 32 below and snowing in Kansas in the end of October. But uh, God dang, yeah, I, I think there were some a, cold Halloweens, just freezing. Freezing off your Halloweeny, <laughs> which that's all another story—the Halloweeny yeah. part. But, but yeah, then you get older, and then you start going to the Halloween parties, and that's uh, you know instead of trick or treating, you're trying to make out with chicks. You know, maybe instead of trick or treating, maybe taking a peek. I'm gonna be so sad when my kids don't want to trick or treat anymore. And my kids this and year they the, go to parties and drink beer. And, yeah, the triplets this year were the three blind mice. Great costume. It was so good, it, but like, have you ever seen some of those kids that they have a costume and you, you can't figure out what it is? Like, there's yeah. a, there was a kid uh, that was trick or treating last night that had on like a tux, and I couldn't figure out what he was. Yeah, you I know, didn't see that. I I wore my Spider Man outfit to Hambone's house. Yes, he did. And <laughs> we will post a picture. Gus was so happy because Gus went as Spider Man. <laughs> Gus was first going to be Optimus Prime. He's in a he's been in a huge Transformer phase. You know, his birthday uh, last week was uh, or two weeks ago, I guess, was uh, a Transformer party. So, and he was going to be Bumblebee, the Transformer. Yeah. And then, uh, but he went back with the old, uh, you know, the old Spider Man because he knew Big Bear was going to be Spider Man, so he wanted to be Spider Man. So in the Kind of the funny backstory on that. So, we're here in San Angelo. I came here after the first week at Lubbock College Rodeo, the great Texas Tech Rodeo. So, I'm out the fairgrounds, 
It's only two hours and 38 minutes to San Angelo, Texas, so come here to do a little rump chat and work on some NFR stuff and get a little work done at the fairgrounds yep. for yep. Justin Jonas, who will be getting a detailed <laughs> bill at the end of the week. Um, he really has. Help me. So they were moving the shitters, you know, like the really fancy. And, Restroom and trailers. Kudos for that. You know, a lot of places just bring in the old plastic, the old shitters or as Skaggs calls them the Mexican space shuttle or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Whatever he calls the shitters. But they, for the Roping Fiesta, and we'll talk about the Roping Fiesta here in a minute, they brought in the the those big trailers that have like, TVs and heat and air and yeah, actual, had like Top Gun playing in there, like the nicest portable toilets in the world. So the guys are out there yesterday picking them up. I looked out the side of the door and I'm in full Spider-Man regalia, head to toe. I've got a six pack of white or six pack of uh, twisted, twisted tees in my fat Spider-Man suit. Step outside the door and there's two dudes. Standing at the back of my trailer. And there's nothing you can do in that situation. So I just kind of give them the old, well, I couldn't see my face because of the, uh, I mean, I was in character when I left. <laughs> I had to give them the old two-finger, hello, fellas. And uh, got in the truck and drove over here. But I did take it off to go, which on another uh, note, ass, you should have told me you had company. I've never <laughs> met that lady, and I come... <laughs> I, I, I was I, There was a car in the driveway, but I thought, man, I'm already too deep in this, you know, and I wanted to surprise Gus. And so when I knocked on the door and I opened it, there's a family, like <laughs> this mom and her three kids, and they're all just staring at my fat ass in that Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> no pants, no underwear on. No, you could totally see my dong, <laughs> you know, usually because usually I wear underneath, I wear uh one of those American flag speedos because it's got like a padding in the front, so you can't see the outline of the dog, you know. But I didn't, I wasn't planning on wearing it, so I didn't put the thing on underneath because, you know, oh, I was coming God. to your house and Gus wouldn't know to look, and you and Whitney have already seen my dog. So, I mean, it wasn't, you know. Yeah. So that, that poor lady was sitting on the couch. She, Jamie is, yeah, she's sitting on the couch breastfeeding her, her infant. <laughs> And here are the two boys that are in there, and here comes old Big Bear. Well, then the one girl that, that was Jesse dressed up as Jesse from Toy Story, she well they I they, think they she weren't was in there. Caught off guard, they weren't in there yet. Well, she wasn't in there. No, no, I couldn't see real they're well. They're the best Williamses. They're the best family. They, they're awesome. They took it really so, well. Oh, they're cool as shit. They don't. She didn't. Jane, they're we, awesome. I know, but. It doesn't matter how awesome you are. It's weird to meet somebody. I just felt, well, yeah, but she's sitting there feeding her child, and 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 here comes a fat Spider Man. She's probably like, "Oh my god, I would run away right now, but I can't." I've uh, my nipple is currently being <laughs> God stop used stop. to breastfeed. That's a normal. It is. It that's is. Not, yeah. that is. That is. Uh, it's nature's way. She was wearing a Hooter hider though. That's the brand name for those. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's called a Hooter hider. It's like a seriously, yeah. Hooter hider. Bridget Justice has one. Like where it, it's got a deal that goes over your neck. And yeah, yeah. Covers your tits when you're feeding kids, <laughs> or tit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that. so moving on. <laughs> so, so we go around, and there was no kids. Not we, in this we, area. we started maybe a little early, but we had youngins. You know, the boys. You know, Wilder's. Oh God, what, what what's Wilder? Two and a half. Anyway, Gus is four, Wreckers five, 
Anyway, so we're like, we'll start early. So we started, I don't know, 6.45, and then, um, you know, went till probably 7.45, 8 o'clock. You know, it was dark by the time we quit. And there was – we saw one other group of kids. And Green Acres is a great neighborhood. I mean, it's not house on house. You know, there's every little ranchettes, but I was just very disappointed. And, and you know, we, I guess we should have went to Bentwood – the country club where they probably give out full-size candy bars like I was talking about earlier. Yeah, you got to – well, there was a couple pretty good houses that decorate. That was awesome. The the yeah. one house, uh, they, these people creepy, went all out. Yeah, I had some creepy deal. And uh, I'm all uh, – you know, I, I know there's this always a huge discussion of is Halloween evil. I don't think it is if you don't make it be satanic. You know, I mean, like – if it's just dressing up and getting candy, but like we went over to this one house and they had a lot of decorations and they had like this, how tall was that thing? Like six foot, seven foot tall? Oh no, that thing had to be uh, easy, seven, eight foot. And it had that little <laughs> it, it was choke. It was choking a little girl, like this monster. Yeah, it was a little weird. And then when you got by it, it would, it would click a deal and it would go, <laughs> I'm taking your soul. <laughs> Look at me like all the others have. Yeah. I was sitting in the golf cart. I'm like, Gus, I ain't getting out of this bitch. Gus shot him with his web. <laughs> so it was okay. We knew we were safe. The funniest thing, Gus, though, he kept getting tripped up on a. Oh, the first house. He, he couldn't tried see to jump mask. a bush. <laughs> Chris Juarez's house, he turns and the bush just decks him right in the <laughs> Balzini's. His little. And the poor kid. I mean, he started out rough, but he, he, he came through good. The the uh, the other house I really liked was the guy that he had his light on, but I don't think he was prepared. He's, and he gave like, him Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Pop-Tarts. I have been there. And I'm then the one guy brought the, the popcorn, like miniature popcorn packages. You know, I don't but, feel like that's a... Well, that's the healthy version. But I was there that? one time when I first moved to uh, Fort Worth. And we lived in town, me and my roommate, Carrie Morehouse, and, and we had, I forgot the front porch light was on, and there's kids knocking, and I'm like, oh, shit. Why do I want to disappointed? So I went and got, like, some, I had some, like, peanut butter crackers and a jar of cheese Whiz. <laughs> so I did that, but uh, anyway. What, like, uh, <laughs> you guys want a stick of gum? Here, yeah. everybody get a stick of gum. Oh, the, uh, you know, one of the trending of this year, Beetlejuice costumes, which Beetlejuice is old and it's still rocking. I think it had to be Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I saw more. Oh pictures well, that's for that. adults. I'm talking. Oh, kids. there's kids that did it. Did you see Benji's grandkids did it? They did. Mm-hmm. Now uh, I know we don't talk politics, and this is not politic in one way or the other. But did you see all the videos of the little kids dressed up as Joe Biden with the security? No. (laughs) If you get a chance, it is absolutely – I've seen it on reels today where the security guard is leading the the Joe Biden uh, little kid around and he falls Uh, down in the ditch and goes over and shakes a skeleton's hand instead of the people at the door. (laughs) That's awesome. Even if, you know, no matter what you're, you know – Republican or Democrat, it's funny. That was – Oh, it don't matter. That was – It doesn't matter. The Travis Kelsey – Oh, the Taylor Swift. I got to apologize. Uh, I've got a lot of heat for talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah. A lot of people listen to Rump Chat and be like, 
Even my nephew's like, well, you want to bring that up? And then we got our asses Well, that's because Travis Kelsey was with a Taylor. Well, he's at a World Series game with her and on Friday night when he had a game Sunday. He got beat by the Broncos. They okay. haven't lost to the Broncos in eight years, Bear. Since 2015, I believe. Eight years. And on a side note, that is bullshit. That the Chiefs lose in Denver and then they play. Shake it off. But that was great by their music director. Kudos to him. But that's, a shout that's out. mean. That is mean as shit. We have to shout out the outlaw. Yeah. Rock chat guest, friend of the show. Josie Jewell had him a game. He did. Middle I, linebacker, Denver Broncos. Yeah, they were uh, – I think he got – he was in the top for uh, defensive player of the week last week. Number 47 for the Broncos. Sack, Sacked the shit out of Patrick. Knocked Kelsey. Oh, but Taylor wasn't there. But there was a plethora of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, which is – would be easy to do because everybody now has a Travis Kelsey jersey. Uh, well, like every fifteen-year-old Swifty in America. Yeah, let's. I don't even talk about it. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Long day at so, work. Um. So what about uh, you were telling me earlier, and I said save it for the show. Some about you uh, wore a Fred Flintstone costume. Oh man. So, um, when I got well in college, the uh, and th- that meme was going around on the, that's rodeo. Instagram, uh, parties really picked up in college because the Northwestern Oklahoma State Ranger Rodeo Weekend, which just concluded a few days ago, was always on the weekend of Halloween. And if you've seen the the deal that's going around, that's got the guy talking about, hey, Dad, what was it like when the nightlight was going on uh, during the college rodeo? The nightlight bar, Alva, Oklahoma, during Halloween was more magical than Mariah Carey Christmas. I mean, un, unbelievably. I hate that Christmas girl. Oh, my gosh. It was fun. So, like, after – when I transitioned – so, this is this is going to take a minute. And oh, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. You transitioned? Be when, careful using that this day and age. When I trans – just – when I got older and went from, uh, like, to high school parties of, of – Halloween, like we used to have some fun ones, and they were, they were very innocent, you know. Like, they were fun. Like at the Abbeville gym, they would do, sure, you yep. know, yeah, yeah. You'd go dance with your girlfriend and Bob Frapples, and you know, do that whole high school, full raging boner tucked <laughs> into your waistband, karate kid pants, and <laughs> you know. But so then, hey, but there was no like nobody. In, in Reno County, in our area, went full on. Okay, now if you if you have kids, this is this is not being raunchy, but there was never slutty girl outfits in high school. Mm-mm. Not in my day. And so I mean I didn't I didn't feel like I was sheltered, but when I went from senior in high school, Fairfield High School, Pretty Prairie uh, High School dances and the fun stuff we did. There was never anybody there dressed slutty. Dressed as the, the French maid or the naughty nurse. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, the next year, 18-year-old J.R. Rumford, <laughs> Alva, Oklahoma, <laughs> the old nightlight that was just raunchy. Rotten. I mean, you get an STD when you drove by it, <laughs> by yourself. 
that place was rough, but you you know you could get in at eighteen, and they would put two of the biggest mm-hmm. X's made with paint that yes. they used to paint the space shuttle. So within three weeks of being there underage, you could still see the X's. Like you couldn't, you weren't going to wipe these X's off, you know. And so I'd never seen any of these slutty outfits at all. And so there's a young J.R. Rumford. I go into the nightlight bar. Halloween weekend is <laughs> actually the perfect storm because Halloween fell on a Saturday. The Saturday night of Alva College Rodeo in uh, 2000. And I go in there and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> no young lady was wearing shit. Yep. And then they had all the, their, all their outfits were different, but they would just put the word slutty before it. Like, oh, like there was this chick wearing like a, like a camo bra and like camo booty shorts. And I'm like, what are you? And she had on like an army hat. She's like, I'm a slutty army ranger. All right. And then another chick, black bra, black booty shorts, old school thong, fish tailing up in the back. What are you? I'm a slutty kitty cat. No kitty cats can be slutty. So, like, I was like, holy crap. I have never, like, I remember so vividly sitting there drinking beer with Dan Hendricks and Bodie Peach in JV's Balls. He came down for the weekend. I remember sitting there going, what in the hell is going on? Like, it was just, it it blew my mind. And so, like, the the parties got bigger every year of college. Like, they were really fun. And so, people couldn't. Did you have your hard one there in your karate kid outfit? No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't wear the karate kid outfit my freshman my freshman year of college it was crazy because like everybody was like, Yeah, we're going to the nightlight, you know, and like wear your costume and I was stuck in the well, I'm eighteen, but do you wear costumes? You had thirteen MWZs. I did. With a plaid one of those old school big plaid brush poppers. No, I had a I had a cool shirt. That had been starched. 68,000 times. Oh, yeah. I had plenty of those. But, like, I, I was in the weird transitional fa- – there, I said it again. In where, like, I'm you, not a kid. You transitioned in I wasn't, like, a high school kid, but I wasn't – and you got to think. Them, they. you got to think. Halloween's pretty close to the first of the year. You think about school starting in August. So, I mean – First of the school year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, everyone's like, wear, wear an outfit. I'm like, I'm not going to do that because I didn't want to show up. And everybody would be like, what's your problem, man? Why you You went up dressed as a bulldogger. I just dress normal. I go in there, and all my friends are just wearing ridiculously bad taste. I mean, like, none outfits. and You know, That's it awesome. looked like Fremont Street, but in Alva. Yeah. You know? And then when, when the bar would close, everybody would go. Because, you know, stayed open until 2 a.m., and I don't know if it's still like this because I've been I'm so out of the loop, but you didn't even if you wanted to be cool you didn't even go to the nightlight till at least eleven thirty. Oh yeah. Did you ever do that? Like yep, you, you got to go get late. There, you wouldn't get to the bar. Gotta re- go late. Ridiculously early, but so when they still played uh, back that ass up even oh. on Halloween. You know they they that was that was like the nightlight theme song. Every time I hear that, what do you want to was a flashlight, like all I can think about is the old school nightlight. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, you know, it was just crazy. But when the bar would close, everybody would go to the Ampride and just <laughs> rob it blind. Just <laughs> rob it. They had the the wiener cart there. Oh, and everybody 
oh my gosh, me and Justin Boots, we'd go in there and just just steal wieners and biscuits and gravy and <laughs> not just us. I'm not saying that that's right. You're beyond steal. the statute of limitations. You can yeah, say. I mean, but you just go and then just everybody, especially on Halloween night, and then there was always an after party, like always. Like it never just ended to like, oh, party at Brian's house. And, um, well, that one year was, I think it was on Halloween is the night our friends borrowed the cop car, like straight up. Rut row. Straight up out of a, like varsity blues. They, they actually stole a cop car in Alva, Oklahoma. R- I was not part of that. I was there. I saw who did it. But that was, that was also my freshman year. Do you remember the after, like after party? Like no one ever just went home. So oh like, well, it's two God. o'clock. Like nothing good ever happened at the after parties, you know. I loved it. We were, we were. Uh, I mean, I lived. Well, we were in Council Bluffs, so we we had an apartment with Nick Thompson and Bryce Taylor, Tom Crum for a while, and um, oh God, what's his name from Red Oak? I'm blanking. Anyway, but that was you know college. That was community college, so we didn't have like a, you know, Alva. Everybody, you know, Alva's. The whole town's like a campus, but yeah, um, you know. But but when it came back in you know, like Sydney, yeah, we had our houses, our party houses, after party. Oh yeah, you always had after party, and you could buy off sale from the bar. So really? you could, oh my god, you would take home, you would just buy a case of beer, which was expensive as shit, but it didn't matter. It's two o'clock and you're drunk, so you're like, yeah, I'll take Yolo twenty four <laughs> beers at five dollars a beer. You know you're. And, but it was back in those days too. It was um, load them up. You couldn't twist it off. There were legit true bar taps. Yeah. And the beer, the the you know like the cooler or any all the bottle beer came in the double open top brown cardboard box. Oh yeah. Not like you know. Not not the not in the, the pretty little beer box like cute little now. box. Little. It was the the good thick beer boxes and <laughs> I remember yeah. So those. you would buy a case of beer, take it back, and then you always had the people you know here you just. Spent your half your paycheck to get a box of beer, and then you're like, hey, can I get a beer? No, fuck you, no. <laughs> Sorry, you can't have a beer. Did it? No, hell, you can't. But I was that guy. Everybody will say this. All my friends are listening to it. <laughs> I had my ways. You're like, hey man, to not pay for anything. I was, I was a very. You would have been so proud of me. Why would I, I have been so proud because of you? Because I was what you, the way you are now. <laughs> what? You were that cool? <laughs> hey, ass. I'm thrifty. That's the way I was. I had no money. Uh, you know, taking maybe swiping an extra chicken sandwich from the uh, cafeteria at Iowa Western and just eating that. And, um, yeah, I remember those days. But, anyway, sorry, digress off of after parties. But, yeah, so uh, what about the Flintstone? Get to that. Oh, well, so this is all, yeah. The When college, when I got to the end of it, and uh, so, you know, I graduated from Northwestern, and I go back to Southwestern, and, you know, there's still that magic and then you go home college is over you know so after eight years you went home after many years so (laughs) you get back and you know it was kind of depressing because i i really had a hard time like honestly making the transition from not being in college anymore like i've i still felt wild and free but i was 26 you know so like after, you know, I get down at Southwestern and me and Ashley are dating and, and uh, I get moved back to Ponca City and, you know, I'm too old. 
I'm not, you know, I was 26, but you're too old to be hanging out with the college kids, but you're not old enough to, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, no, I, I'm, I still I'm, wanted to party, like, but I, I just had to find a group. See, that's I went through that because I didn't really get the real college experience going to a community college, right? So I went to Ames. I went. I had a bunch of friends. I lived at Iowa State, enemy enemy territory, but I had a bunch of friends, and I lived with you know a bunch of great guys, a couple guys I knew from back home. Uh, you know, uh, and, and they had a house and, uh, they had a guy moving out and they're like, well, come move up here. Cause I would just, I ended up going up there a bunch and hanging out. Um, my best friend back home, Cole. Yeah. Tag was going to school up there. So we would go up there and, and, and my college roommate, Bryce Taylor's big Iowa state fan. So we would go up there all the time and go to football games and parties. So that was like, you know, that was, that was my experience. big college experience, but that was, you know, a big university. Right. So. Um, I ended up moving up there, and that was my college experience. Like, I had a crappy job at this weird place, but it was testing electronic company safety equipment. Mm. So, but it was just menial work, but uh, anyway, but yeah. But yeah, so I was... Sorry, you know, again. No, 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 that's good. So, you know, Ashley, God bless her, just the, the best chick in the whole world. And I told her, I'm like, I just, I don't know where I, kiss her. I, <laughs> shut up. I'm like, I just don't know where I fit in and I still don't know. But so Kyle Carell, who's a good friend of mine, rode Saddle Bronx. And, and if, if you've watched any rodeo and you see the puzzle piece with the bronc rider on it, spurn one for autism. That's Kyle's, um, his foundation that he started. And every major bronc rider you'll see, well, you've seen him. Everybody's got a spurn one for autism. It's a great great uh cause uh, his son drake has autism and he's doing awesome and kicking tail and uh but kyle kyle was a bronc rider from ponca city and you know i didn't really know a lot of people in ponca city when i first moved there you know Jerome and and haley and everybody but you know besides that you know it's kind of hard to get you know meet a lot of people chad and casey and so uh kyle and his wife at the time they had a pretty kick-ass house and he's like, man, we're going to have this, we're going to have a, a Halloween party. And I'm like, cool. And he's like, there's going to be tons of beer and we're going to invite all these people. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. Like I was so freaking pumped. So I buy and I'm on, uh, I'm in between working for Benny and working at the cell barn. So you got cash flow going. Just yeah. rich. <laughs> so me and Ashley, we decide we're going to go as, uh, I was Fred Flintstone, and and Ashley was Thelma, mm-hmm. and then our other friends was Barney Rubble and and uh, whatever his wife yeah. was, yeah. And so uh, I was like, I'm going all out, and I pre-gamed pretty good. Ashley was at work, so I get home and it's Friday, and uh, so I'm I'm boozing like <laughs> pretty good, and so I'm like, I'm not gonna wear I'm not gonna wear shoes or underwear because Fred Flintstone didn't wear those things. And, uh, Betty, Betty. And so, um, before, uh, before I tell the rest of the story, we got to get Kyle Carell. To, I want to, uh, you're going to have to hook up to here, the, uh, here, just call yeah, us. Here, I'll call. I, I want him to verify <laughs> because think about it. There was no underwear in the days of Fred Flintstone. We have to call him before he goes to church. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if he answers. 
Hello. Kyle, it's Hambone and Rump. What's up, guys? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. We we thought we had to tell you that we had <laughs> you had to tell you this uh, yeah. naughty story before you go into church. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that out so I can go in and feel better about myself. Well, I just want you to verify <laughs> a couple things. One, I did yeah. not wear underwear or shoes. You did not the whole night. <laughs> the party. Your toes was, were turning like blue. The party was outside, and it was like twenty eight degrees. <laughs> it was extremely cold. But the thing and is, he would. Go I, ahead. I said everybody has to stay in character, didn't I, Kyle? You did. Yeah. You wouldn't talk to me. I was. I went as Maverick from Top Gun, and you would not talk to me unless I had my aviators on, and it was pitch dark out. <laughs> and I believe you even slapped me in the face one time when I tried talking to you when I didn't have them on. I was very so. clear about staying in costume. <laughs> you were very clear about that. You you dang sure were. That so, I got pretty crazy. Kyle says. Uh, I was st- saying how cold it was. I said, I don't have underwear on. Because, you know, yeah. Fred Flintstone is just a long orange. How do you know right. he didn't have underwear on? Well, I should. Exactly. How- Fred? There wasn't underwear. In well, the- that's, that's where that's where Rump's mind automatically goes, Hambone. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's. There wasn't underwear no, back right. in the Flintstones age, but there was cars they could pet, they could go with their feet. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. underwear. Okay. You Google Anyway, it. go ahead. He's got, church in, he's got church in 15 minutes. Well, that's that was the main part. I just wanted to verify. Well, and the thing is, before I get to the guy dressed up as a scream guy, oh gosh, I seriously thought I was being attacked. That's the only reason I swallowed well, him. Well, <laughs> yeah, saw. but you putting all of your weight on him probably didn't help either. <laughs> okay, he Kyle, was a friend, <laughs> go, go to church. I'll no, tell the rest. No, you can tell the rest until he's got to go. He's good. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah he, go for it. He. Uh, he decided he was going to try and scare the whole crowd, which nobody knew who he was because whenever the party started, there wasn't anybody there in a scream costume. And then about 30, 40 minutes into the party, this guy shows up, and anytime anybody got close to him, he'd, like, back up like he didn't want anybody to touch him or see him. Well, then old Big Bear there, he got in defense mode and started chasing him and put all his weight on him. That's about it. And we realized it was one of our friends, so, <laughs> it was pretty funny, though. It was comical. I was going to beat so, him up. <laughs> do what? I was going to beat him up until I realized you it was were, Keenan. But yeah. I got, yeah, I was. Keenan did a pretty good job. I was getting a little full. You're pretty athletic, too. I'm surprised you caught him. I mean, you're pretty fast. But I was barefoot, Keenan's too. pretty athletic guy. I, yeah, you were barefoot, yeah. I chased him through and, the forest. And underwear free, so you didn't have anything restricting you, either. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> I was just dragging uh, balls across the forest. Yeah, nothing, nothing, not nothing to <laughs> nothing to restrict him, including his wiener, because it was cold out. Exactly. It was so cold. Yeah, that thing was no turtle mode. Nothing that night. It was cold. Exactly. Straight turtle mode. One hundred percent. Yeah. There's no dragging nothing. No, it was it was, and so where I went wrong was, so Kyle had started this fire, because <laughs> this is pretty yeah. much everybody's outside. So yeah. I'm going to stand over the top, like straddle the fire. Just, I mean, it wasn't a large fire. <laughs> and uh, I was going to try to warm up, you know. So I put my legs across the fire pit, and my Fred Flintstone outfit goes, Caught on fire. Caught on fire. Engulfed in flames. I don't know what they made that thing out of, but it liked that flame. So, and it grabbed a hold of it. I'm trying to – I have no clothes on underneath. 
and there's 35 strangers, and uh, I'm just about naked. And the worst part was I got to put out, but most of it when it it would stuck to my skin. So yeah. Ooh. By the time I got the uh, the fresh stone, it went up like eight inches. The the suit. Oh yeah. no. So yeah. We ended up having to leave yeah. early because you could totally see the bottom side of a butthole. <laughs> yeah, and you know, a lot of stories start out like this. That poor Ashley, I just felt bad for her that uh, night. Well, but, but I mean, I'm sure she's used to it. I didn't. But, I didn't try. Yeah. To, I didn't try to catch fire. It just happened. A lot of rump stories <laughs> end with poor Ashley and being exactly. able to see Rump's butthole. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty weird, huh? <laughs> in my defense, they should have something on those costumes that say "extremely flammable." Keep away. Well, from they fire. probably do on the back if you read the label. Yeah, cotton. But most people co- are smart enough not to stand over a fire. Like yeah, that. cotton burns, bro. It, I don't yeah, even think yeah. it was cotton. It was like the cheap spirit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was the yeah, Fred which is Flintstone. probably even more flammable. But I will tell you this: I was warm for yeah, while. You a know, while, and after the yeah. after my burns healed up from the fabric <laughs> sticking to my skin and melting into my epidermis. <laughs> you what? Spell Stop. that. Stop. Spell it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, man, Kyle, thanks, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the confirmation. And when you're in church, yeah. please say an extra prayer for me and Rob. I, I dang sure will. And Hambone, I just want to say it's nice to finally actually talk to you. And one of these days, I'll get you another sperm one for autism cup because our crummy friend there has yours hid somewhere along with a bunch of other stuff. I'm sure it belongs. Other people, it's correct. So, and I appreciate so, that, brother. You bet. Did you did you get your shirt though? Nope. I got it in Are my trailer. Rump. I I, Rump. I have. I it in sent the tra- him. A, I gave him a shirt and a coffee mug for you, and you didn't get either one of them. He probably Nothing. sold that shirt. No, and made I have. Money on it. I have the shirt with me. <laughs> I oh, have. Well. So yeah. Well, get get him to him. If he doesn't, shoot me a message, and I'll get you another one. All right, bud. Hey, real quick before you get off here, Spurt yep. One for Autism, you can go to the website. The website's up. and and uh, Yes, sir. Yep, yep. The website's up, and you can get on there. Um, I haven't got a whole lot of merch on there yet. I'm working through that with the guy that's running the website. Um, but I did partner with a CBD company, and so they've got some of their products on there. And, like, all the stuff that has Drake Spurt One for Autism logo on it, all that stuff that sells, they donate half of the proceeds back to the foundation. So excellent. What's but, the website? But, I mean, it is it's spurring the number one f o r autism dot com. Perfect. Spurring one for autism dot com. Yeah. I mean, if you if you Google it, if you don't type it in right, it'll it'll pop it up anyway. So, but yeah, I appreciate that for sure. All right, man. So, well, God bless you. Take care, you my too. friend. You guys be careful and have a good one. All right. See you, bud. Bye. So th- this is where it even got wilder, okay? It actually even got wilder that night. So after I catch fire, which actually, you know, I'm kind of glad I caught fire. You know why? Because it was all those people that I didn't know. From then on, I knew people in town because they're like, hey, you remember the guy that caught fire at the Halloween party? That's him. So later on that night, uh... Like, this is out in the country. Like like I said, pretty nice place. So this guy come by on, like, a, a, a razor, like a Polaris razor. And yeah. I mean, hauling ass. Well, this was after we found out the other guy was messing with us, Keenan, which he was a friend. And, you know, so, like you said, so he's in the screen mask. So, like, when everybody would be standing around, he would just, like, poke his head up. And then, so this guy, he comes hauling ass, like, 
fast in this razor. And we're like, okay, I wonder who this is, you know. It's got to be one of our friends. And so uh, we're all standing out there, and he comes by and uh, hauling ass and throws, like, somebody is with him throws a beer bottle. Oh, no. We're like, what in the hell? Oh, no. So we're like, who is this guy? Well, so then he'd come back by, like, two or three times, and nothing happened. And we're like, oh, it's just probably somebody messing with us, you know, one of our other friends out there. So then he comes by, and um, we hear this. Well, he's got a paintball gun, and he shot a couple dudes in the ass with a paintball gun. So then everybody's pissed, like, at this party. There's a lot of people there. But oh, I bet you were like, let's go. That was back in your old throwing bones days. Well, I couldn't run too fast due to my burns and my short skirt <laughs> from the – but I was – actually, you know what I was then like? Then you turned into a slutty Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> What's your outfit? I'm slutty Fred Flintstone. <laughs> so then you have these, these guys. I didn't even know them. They're like, yeah, let's get this son of a bitch. Like, if he comes by again, let's grab him. It's 11.30, maybe mm-hmm. midnight. We've been there since 7. So everybody's feeling pretty good. Well, here he comes again, and one of the guys steps up, and he gets shot in the eye with a paintball. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, everybody kind of left. and then, But they went to court. They found out who did it. That guy lost his eye. Like, it was, it was a whole... It was a whole deal. So that was it's like Corey Levy. It was crazy how that like, bottle rocket. Then after that, everything just you know we kind of eased down on the. We did some family deals, and, and so like I feel now, I feel like last night, just me and you and the kids, and that was fun. That was more fun than going. Yeah, to get, it's fun when they're that age. It was more fun to, than the going young, getting drunk at a party. Yeah, honestly. the young kids. Well, you know, and we were get drunk on a, a golf get cart. drunk on a golf cart, cruise around San Angelo. Great. We had the old uh, uh, Stock Show and Rodeo Association golf cart, which is, I mean, we're literally a block away, so we just tooled around and it was great. There, uh, there was a lot of videos, Snapchats of kids in rural America on flatbed trailers, you know, yeah, just going around awesome. town, and so like I, I'm so glad that. I'm at a point in my life where I don't feel the need to, like, I like to have some drinks. I like to enjoy, you know, I don't get wild. Libations? You know, me, I, I don't like to stay up past 10. No, you're, you, you're, you, I mean, you're quite the bitch anymore. But. <laughs> oh, no, I believe the word you're looking for is responsibility. Spell responsibility. No. Anyway, well, it was, uh, it was a fun time. It was a good time, and, and, and Halloween uh, kicks off the holiday season. Now we've got Thanksgiving. We will probably decorate for Christmas in the next. Are you those people? We are, because you know why. Oh, what, what, actually, I do know why I'm going to let you tell, but I want to say before you start talking, I actually agree on this. Go ahead. So, listen, we got NFR, and now this year there's a week between Thanksgiving and NFR. That sucks. And yes, and so it pushes back. So, all, I mean,. We're home like five days before, you know, Christmas, which we're super pumped about. Our family has rented a house in Branson, so we're going to spend Christmas up in Branson. Oh, my God. Silver Dollar City, doing all that. Oh, they've got a Polar Express train. and It's like one of the most – Branson is one of the most magical places during the holidays. I love it. Silver Dollar City is just – 
I love that place. I mean, I think I've talked about it before. Like the the greatest childhood memories for me. I mean, you can have Disney World and all that, but I like to watch people make candles. Do you really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But just the old I school rides, the old school rides, and all that stuff. I love it. Like the spirit of Christmas. You know, they're not doing Christmas at a uh, at Disney this year. None. What? Nope. No holiday. Nothing. They said even though they've changed it to holiday instead of Christmas season. They just caught too much heck, so Disney's not doing anything holiday. I read that online. Piss on all those people. I Piss agree. on them. But, you know, I, I, I hate it with a passion that the NFR starts December 7th. Yep. Not, not, not a fan of that. Which screws everybody because, look here. It ends on, what, the 16th? Yeah. So, the NFR 15th? starts on the 7th. Okay. So, it gets over on the 16th. The Chase Hawks is the 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. And then that means... Christmas Eve, Eve. Then the Bucking Ball in Gillette is on the 31st. It always is on the 31st. And Denver and Odessa start on the 5th and 6th. So, I mean, realistically... You're you're a rough stock guy. You're at 16th, so then you have one, two, three, four, five, six days before Chase Hawks. If you go to Chase Hawks. Then you have eight days before Buck and Ball. Then you have four days before, guess what? Denver, Fort Worth, Odessa, World's Toughest, St. Paul, Charlotte, North Carolina. There just doesn't seem to be any downtime. Uh, yeah. But I... You know, I I do I do love Christmas so much, but there's I love the memes of Mariah Carey. All the ones where it's like, uh oh, she's about to come out, and it's like got Mariah Carey in the woods, and you know, like I didn't realize Mariah Carey was such a a symbol of. It's not. It's it's that song. That's like the most played Christmas carol of all time. It's not a Christmas carol. Uh, well, they, all I want for Christmas Hallmark. Hallmark today is starting Christmas movies, Whit- and, and and they're Whitney, all the, the same the, the, shit. The, the Christmas Channel, there's on, a Christmas Channel. On, well, no, on on Sirius XM, the, the, oh, yeah. the music channel. Yep. It started today because Whitney was listening to it. No shit. So I'm a big Christmas guy. Like, I am, but when is too it. soon? You know, well, we could. This is a whole show. We could argue about this. If you have, ball, I don't. I'm not arguing. I just want to know if what you're you ball humbug, Dave Cannon, my brother-in-law. He would decorate for Christmas like they used to on Christmas Eve and then, and then take it down on the day after Christmas. Well, I want it up for a while because I do enjoy the coziness I of love Kith it. and Ken. Yes. <laughs> Kith. Yes. I mean, how many times? Snow. 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 I want to wash my hair, my face, my the snow. White Christmas. I love white Christmas. Vermont must Bing be. Crosby. That for you know what else I like? This time of year with all that snow. And then there's no snow, but then they make it, and it is, and then it's not, and then you do, and then you don't see them guys. Them guys so, see anyway. Vermont, see. <laughs> but, but you know what I really like? So we, we have a tradition. This is so funny. We started this. Wow, we are really getting into the weeds here. But No, this, we is, start, this is holidays. We started this um, back when we were, I can hear you drinking. These microphones pick up a lot, these headsets. That's good. You move it away from your nose. I hear you breathing. Um, 
Is it bad that I'm getting? Move it down here. Is it bad that I'm getting uh, stirred up just thinking about Christmas? Yeah. <sighs> Bring the presents. <laughs> so, so um, we would we would pack for Denver, and this was when we were back in living at Weatherford. I mean, years ago, and she would pack for Vegas, and she would try on outfits. Well, I would just sit in the chair in the room and watch claymation, the old like claymation you know where it's the clay figurines rudolph yeah the red red and and, and frosty the snowman and, and toy boy uh yeah uh, uh, go whatever. zooming around the big wide world yeah. zooming and zooming. so i would watch those movies as she's packing for vegas and i would pretty much sit there and get drunk because it's pretty easy to pack for me and uh know the 10 suit jackets i own and long sleeve shirts and starch jeans and i'm ready to go but you know obviously the women of of of, of uh pro rodeo pro rodeo is a lot different Fashion so now costume. we do that now that's a thing where we sit in the bedroom and she packs and, and picks out outfits and it's just fun but now but going back to you watching your kids at halloween it's just the same like gus this year, you know, he, he, he's he got it last year, you know, can kind of tell. But now he's four. We're hitting the prime years yeah. of the magic. I think you got five child, years. Yeah, the childhood Nine. magic Christmas, you know. And yeah. I hope it's longer than that. I hope he keeps the magic. It seems to be like it's getting earlier and earlier. You know, I really tried to hold out until junior high. I just – I didn't. One year I came up and I had the pukies and I saw Dad wrapping presents and he yelled at me and – well, it kind of ruined it, but anyway, thanks, man. Yeah, you so, gotta have those beauty, those those kids' days. Like it's the, the magic of it, man. But you know what? There's no magic in, and I don't. I shouldn't even say this, but I'm going to. There's no magic in Thanksgiving. See, that's, that's I'm thankful throughout the year. I'm and before Thanksgiving, I'd be extra thankful on Wednesday, so I'm not so busy on Thursday. Being thankful, I'm always thankful. But you know, like, have you ever heard anybody go? That was corny. Shut up. But you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever heard of me go, what's your favorite holiday? Oh, it's got to be Thanksgiving. Guy Carter. My father-in-law. His favorite. Loves not, Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. God what? is so good to us. I'm very he, thankful. So don't give me. Don't, don't mix Guy that likes that. pie. Well, you guy can have pie. pie. You can have pie for Christmas. Well, Guy likes Thanksgiving. He loves it. He loves. Because we usually. We always spend Thanksgiving there. Right? Then, because it's not. We don't, you know, go up to Iowa. Or Do you have Iowa a Thanksgiving tradition? Yeah, I cook a turkey. You know what? I want to say one more thing about that. Do you like turkey? Love turkey. You love turkey. Love turkey. I would rather catch on fire again than eat turkey. Oh. Turkey sucks. Have you, you when, when anything good in life, do you ever go, hey, man, shit's going good. I got a promotion. Let's go to the turkey house. Turkey is or do you so, go to the steakhouse? You can fry it, you can bake but it, it's you not can good. smoke it. People you can, don't eat turkey throughout the year. I do. Like I sli- smoked a turkey breast the other day. But I'm for saying, Gus's birthday party. Really? A boneless turkey breast. Put it on the Traeger. But have you ever for like been, three hours and you slice it real thin? And and I'm what I'm asking Santa for Christmas is a meat slicer. And then you slice that turkey get breast. Give me one too. But seriously, have you ever been sitting around and go, man, you know what sounds good? <sighs> Let's go get some turkey. No one in the history. Yeah, me, and Rory, me and Rory Lemmel and, and uh, when I used to do uh, Regina. Regina, oh, yeah. and there is one great cafe up there that would have uh, turkey and stuffing on the uh, American Thanksgiving because it's not a holiday, obviously, in Canada. 
And uh, we would go eat turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy. And they had the world's biggest cinnamon rolls the size of your head, which is a slightly above normal. It's a big head. And, uh, God, it was great. But, you know, man, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that I don't like Thanksgiving because any time when you get your family together is good. But it just, man, I feel like that poor Thanksgiving is just a bump in the road on the way to Christmas. It is. It bet, is. It's the kickstart. Walmart Going, in San Angelo is already setting up two-day Christmas decorations. Oh, there's been stuff everywhere. There's been stuff for weeks. It's, no, it's November one. There's been stuff weeks in Lowe's and Home Depot and Tractor Supply and DG, the Dollar General. Dollar General. Dollar General. <laughs> so, but you know what? Uh, when I was growing up, our tradition was. You decorate the day after Thanksgiving, the tree goes up. And I think that made Thanksgiving really special for us as kids because then it was the start of Christmas and that magic. Yeah, I think that's, I think a lot of people put their tree up on Thanksgiving night just because. That's a cool, that's a cool deal. Yeah, because you're tired of all your. If I was home, if we were home and didn't go to the NFR for two weeks, you know, and all that, we would, you know, we would probably do that, you know, but I will say this. I told your wife last night, and, uh, man, what kind of person put the NFR in between Thanksgiving and Christmas? Oh, How man. cool would that have been? If Go the ask NFR, Sean Davis, because he was part of it, and Benny Binion if obviously the NFR, ask him. But. Well, I'm sure there's several reasons. but Because think, it was the dead time in Las Vegas. Yeah. But you think about it now, how cool would that be if the NFR was in November and that gave all the contestants and all the contract personnel – all of December off before January, because there's no off there's no off season, you know. Like, oh man, it's so exciting. We're gonna be home for twelve days, and then <clears throat> ding ding ding, here we go. New well, season, and, and just hope those people budget well. Yeah, because if you're not moving, you ain't making money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, unless you're got a tree farm. Yeah, unless you have a Christmas corral. Christmas corral. Where you get your tree flocked, where Miko Marina will flock the tree. Rosser's Christmas Corral. Yeah, Marysville, California. If you live in Mar- Marysville, go check it out. Yeah, it should for- be opening probably pretty soon. 40 mile road with all kinds of different trees imported from Oregon. They're real trees. Where, and yeah. if you go to Yuba City Recology, you can learn why a real tree is better for the environment. That's a free page. No, that's not free. We need to invoice Reno for yep, that. Let's do that. Um, a thousand. That you know, also, if you happen to, uh, seriously, on a serious note, if you happen to have seasonal, you know, depression or, you know, things get hard around the holidays, be sure to visit our friends at BetterHelp. We've got a great response of people that have listened to Rump Chat and go to BetterHelp. I've went to BetterHelp. Uh, pretty cool deal. Um, great people. All kinds of different people you can talk to so be sure to check them out that's better help h-e-l-p at betterhelp.com and enter rump chat slash better help and uh you can actually get 10 percent off of your first uh your first session with better help so um just a, a great bunch of people so don't don't let the seasonal um depression or you know don't let it get the best yeah of you. talk to don't somebody let it get you down because uh, there's a lot of happiness out there. You just got to find it. And it's in there. It's inside. And it can you be You got to find it. I get depressed. I get depressed when um, 
when uh, uh, when Big Bear leaves me, when we don't have a rodeo for a long time, I get sad. I get I, I get need to talk to somebody. I get sad when uh, there's um, people that I want to physically <clears throat> harm. <laughs> yep, got those. <laughs> Speaking of that, I want to rub it in in that person's face about how awesome um, Fiesta was. So Saturday was huge. We sold six hundred over six hundred more tickets by Saturday afternoon to the Ropen Fiesta than we did all year last year. Or all for all both days last year. Um so we were on pace to, last year was the biggest year in almost twenty years. Um and we didn't have no pot bellied know it alls no around and it was great. And that's what happens when you got a good team and a great committee. Um, you know, we still anyway, not gonna go into that, but um it was uh it was awesome. Saturday was packed. We had Ty Harris, very proud of him. He he tried his every calf, he tried his ass off and roped really well. It's just hard. I mean, Caleb Smith is one of the greatest of all time. I He's mean just so solid. I would put him in my opinion, obviously, you know, I wasn't back alive back well, I you know, wasn't obviously alive back in Dean Oliver's heyday, but you know, our guys like that are, you know, really Roy Cooper was a child when he was really going blown, but but Caleb Smith, man. Or Schmidt. you know No, it's Smith. Smith. There is no, it's not Schmidt. There is no C in it. H. It's S M I D T. Smith, which stands for calf open machine. So anyway, but Ty Harris, proud of my boy. He did great. He represented awesome, um, did so good. Uh, Brent Lewis and Cody Ole, it was awesome. Cody had some had a you know coming off some back issues and some other stuff. Cody Ole's been through a lot and he's but, still rocking. And he's still he looked great. He was in good shape. Uh, but Brent Lewis roped outstanding. It was a really good match and Brent took the title. So congrats to to old Pinon as Tallman calls him. Pinon he would say. Yeah, it was. And the weather was good before it got. Yeah, Saturday was great, and then Sunday just sucked. It was cold and misty, wet. You know, just had the uh, the wind, and but you know there was probably I don't know, a couple hundred, two, three hundred people still there, fighting through the cold and watch that great steer open, and and we did some matched horse races, which we're going to change up next year. You know. Uh, prayers out to old Danica who, who hit the fence pretty hard and, and, uh, but she's home now and she's doing better and prayers to, to, uh, to little Hallie guest who, who, one of our ambassadors who went down, um, a little horse accident and she went down, but, um, she's out of the hospital now and she's tough. Uh, both those guys are tough and, you know, but they got a little recovering to do. So prayers for them and it's wild, dude. It's wild. It's like, just you know, and everybody knows. I mean, especially on this podcast, everybody knows. It's just, and it's not just bull ride. When they say it's not a matter of when, it's if and how bad. It's anything to do with horses, livestock, stuff like that. So, yeah, but you just you just never know. I mean, whatever you do, you could you can ride a bike, you can fall off, you know, just shit happens. So yeah, take care of yourself. Um, but it was it was awesome. You know, um, no drama, no outside noise. It was so good. You know, this is the most I've looked forward to Fiesta since I've been here just because of that. You know, the committee's, you know, straightened and, and, and everybody, you know, getting along good and, and really 
they see in the light. Because came in here and made some changes. Some of them worked. Some of them, you know, most of them worked. A couple, some of them didn't. You know, yeah. we went back to going six each round in the match, two rounds of six, instead of splitting it up into four. And uh, and that was cool because the guy they didn't lollygag. I mean, shoot, Ty and Caleb. I mean, it was bam. They, the other guy get done. The other guy's right in the box. Bam, bam. Yeah. There wasn't this, you know, taking forever in between runs. And, uh, but I was just, and then Eli Young band, you know, Benji had his sound and stage and lights and Eli Young came and kicked some ass and, and a guy named Scotty Alexander opened up for him. He's really good. Um, so that was awesome. Um, anyway, it was just, it was Saturday was, it was so great to hear it come up and everybody, you know, hear the compliments, you know, great job. I have not seen that many people in a long time, even last year, which was a great year. But uh, it was kind of over two days. But la- this year, Saturday, was just phenomenal. Yeah, the the match open is it's so cool. And I was reading those plaques yesterday, you know, uh, about the uh, coal, coal chili. That, you know, chili coal. Chili coal started in 1953 with the Ropen Fiesta and of course, uh, Jim Bob Altizer. Yep, uh, the father of our Mac great was friend, there. Mac. Mac was there. That is, see, I then see. I had it on Bronco Instagram. Dave. Gen- had Bronco Dave Jennings was our photographer. Him and his wife Beth and great folks. It was awesome. You know, you know. Then you had Benji, obviously, like I said. So you had, you know, part of the old, uh, the old gang, the old, the old bad, bad company crew. Gang was was back around. Um, so it was pretty. It was just. Uh, Sid, you know, uh, Texas Agricultural Commissioner. Ted, I saw uh, that uh, picture. Uh, 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 Sid Miller was here. Um, it was just, it was cool. You know, and all the top guys, you know, all the top ropers, obviously. So, it was just, it was awesome. It was really cool. So, proud, proud of that event and how it turned around because it was just, uh, it was not in a good spot when I got here. And that was one thing I can really, I'm really proud of, of what it's done. And I've taken a lot of heat. I've taken barragement of social media. Barragement. Uh, but like most people that are doing the barraging, they're just dipshits and yeah. they have no clue what they're talking about. Everybody wants something different until you do something different. Yep. Yep. But you know what? You just, the results speak for itself. Rock and, so and roll. They have nothing they can say. Yeah. So, anyway, Breakaway paid out over $100,000. <sighs> anyway, lip chip. Lip chip, let her rip. So, all right, y'all. Well, if you are looking to do a little roping before next year to get ready, don't forget, 150 by 240 foot roper's choice, heavy-duty panels for a roping arena, $3,513 with free shipping, which that is just absolutely an amazing deal. Or if you just, uh, if you've got an arena and you want to, you want to add on some stuff. Panel packages with Red River Arenas are now 10% off, okay? This is this is a, a current deal, 10% off all uh, uh, of your panel packages. So be sure to check out our good friends at Red River Arena. They make it easy to rope at home. Uh, if you are thinking you want to be a roper, get some stuff from Red River Arena, get a shoot, get a pin, get ready to enter the roping fiesta next year. And also... <laughs> Yes. Huge shout out to uh, uh, our official sponsor of all things Rump Chat NFR, Pete Carr, 
And Billy, like we, I think we've said it before, but Bayou Bengal, the Buck and Bull of the Year, Pete Carr, yeah, Car Pro Rodeo, taking more stock to the NFR than any other stock contractor this year. So, Pete, we're proud of you. We're we're thankful for your crew. We uh we are so glad that, that we have you on our team. So be sure Rodeo Patch, we're rolling RodeoPatch.com. Check them out. Get your patches ordered now before NFR. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be back with more Rump Chat. I like this song. This is going to hit hard and then Thomas and Mac. Bitches. Let's go. See y'all. Like my brother Mo. Check West. I ain't a mom.